0: These guys are ridiculous. These
1: guys are ridiculous. And we are back with another episode of From the Rafter. Sam and Ari here recording on Friday, February 25th, the day after the Celtics took down the Brooklyn Nets in their first game after the All-Star break. Um, I was talking to Sam before we started recording. Um, as many of you know who listen to this, I write for two websites. Well, a lot more than two websites, but two SB Nation websites. If
0: you're on a website, Jack probably writes on it. <laughs>
1: I write for Celtics blogging at the Hive of SB covering the Celtics and the Hornets. I also write for Hoops, Habit, CNS, other websites. But for SB Nation, those are the two teams. And I was telling Sam, Hornets fans are just so much nicer than Celtics fans. And obviously, I grew up a Celtics fan, and I do a Celtics podcast, so I appreciate all of you. But just the, the reaction you receive when you write articles on different websites is just so, like, wow. Like, if you write an article for a Celtics site and people disagree with it, they'll tell you, which is, like, you want that. But they'll tell you in a way that doesn't make you feel very good. I'll put it that way. Versus like the Hornets website. Like you usually receive pretty good feedback. But when they don't agree, they'll like actually talk instead of just berating you in your mentions. So it, well, it's, my it's reaction
0: good. before the show is they're just happy somebody's paying attention to them down there. Mm-hmm. But the, I mean, with the Celtics, you've got so many different places you can get your media from, you know, your articles, podcasts, whatever you want. So. It's easy to blow up on people, especially the, the Celtics team is also like kind of polarizing there. You know, Marcus is a very polarizing player. Uh, Tatum and Brown are a polarizing duo. Some people think you should break them up. Others don't. There's, It's almost like like politics with the Celtics. Like there are so many issues that have like two sides to them that people strongly disagree on that you could uh, start a world war over there. if you. I will uh,
1: say there was some drama in Hornets land yesterday. Okay. Actually.
0: All right. Go ahead. Mitch Kupchak, who I'm sure you know, the GM of the team,
1: yes, uh, went on a podcast and said, well, our best player has been hurt for the last two years, and that's Gordon Hayward. And Hornets fans were like, <laughs> what basketball have you been watching, homie? Who, what, since when has Gordon Hayward been the best player on the Hornets?
0: Well, he he actually just looked at his spreadsheet of the salaries, and that's what he's that's where he got it. <laughs> Very possible.
1: But no, yeah, wrapping back around to the Celtics, first game since the All-Star break. I think this win, obviously people are going to say, oh, the Nets had no one, like blah, blah, blah. I'm sick of that argument. When you win this many games in a row, I don't care who they're against, especially when you're blowing them out by 30, right? I I equate blowing a bad team out by 30 to beating a good team by five, right? I feel like that's not ridiculous. Um, I feel like the Pistons game was just a blip on the radar, and I think this showed that. And I, I think obviously it's a trap game. They're putting their heads down a little, heading into the all-star break. Weren't really paying attention to the Pistons. Pistons came to play. And Pistons won yesterday, too. They beat the Cavs, which is good for the Celtics. Celtics are now a game
0: back of the Cavs, right? Yep, one game back of the fifth seed. Yeah. I mean, can you believe it? Here we are (laughs) almost at the end of February. Two months ago, I was saying tank the season. I had had enough. I had said, just mail it in. Call it a day. Mm -hmm. Celtics have now won, what, 13 out of 15, or, mm-hmm. or no, I'm sorry, 12 out of 14, whatever it is. 14 to the last 15, Marcus has played there for you, uh, smart deniers there. Yep. And, um,
1: Celtics have the fourth best net rating out of any Celtics team in the last 30 years. How's that? Yeah.
0: Look? It's pretty good, right? Incredible. Yeah. Can't complain right now with what you're seeing on the floor. And just to back up what you said, Jack, about yesterday's win. Yeah, Brooklyn didn't have anybody playing for them, but let's call a spade a spade. They blew them out, right? Like, it's it's not like they only won. I mean, a win's a win, but you're right. It's not like they only won by five and barely scraped by. And it kind of reinforces what I was thinking before the break there after they lost to Detroit. And I came on here. I mean, obviously, we were pissed, but I was like, ah, like... Might not be the worst thing in the world. They go in the break, bad taste in their mouth. Like they got to sit and think about what they did, right? Like they're sitting in the corner in timeout, and then they come out and blow the doors off of the Nets, which was an important win for the standings. They're now three and a half games above them instead of. I mean, if they lose, it's only one and a half. It's a, yeah. a two-game swing, but honestly, it's fantastic. They played, and they're they're starting to do what they're supposed to do. That Pistons game is an outlier, right? Of course. They, One, they were not dominating that game the whole time. It was close the whole time, but they did grow a lead in the fourth quarter. I think it got up to eight Mm -hmm. and they blew it, which was frustrating. The script early in the season, right? They were blowing leads, but they were really dominating a lot of games that they would not finish
1: in the Celtics defense. And you never want to use this as an excuse as an excuse. Pistons
0: had no business shooting that well from three. I'm sorry. No business. Oh, okay. I'm happy you said that and you didn't say, well, you know, Marcus and Rob were out. Mm -mm. Because Tim said they answered. I'm like, Tim, I don't care. I don't care. He's two best players. I mean, obviously it hurt and you could see that in the rebounding, et cetera. But
1: Pistons regardless.
0: But, okay, they played a bad team yesterday. The Nets, who were better than the Nets team, they blew out last week by however much, right? Now they have Drummond, who played really well yesterday. Actually, it was a pain. In the I ass. told you Drummond's going to be a different. Curry team. is a good player. Mm-hmm. Patty Mills played like they weren't a skeleton crew. They just didn't have any of their top, top guys. Mm-hmm. So that team that you saw on the floor yesterday is going to be the Nets without their, with, with like that's the supporting cast. So you blew yeah. them out by however much. What was it? 23 points yesterday? Not bad. Mm-hmm. Not a bad one at all. It was not close the entire time. They, came out, foot on the gas, did not take it off, which is fantastic, a nice stress-free game. You don't see that too much out of the Celtics this year. I mean, lately well, you have. Late, lately, lately you have. <laughs> I mean, this is the first time in recent memory that I can think, wow, like the Celtics are blowing teams out and keeping it that way. They're not, these games are not getting interesting again, which is good. You've got and, two on the weekend now that you should be able to do very mm-hmm. similar things.
1: My favorite part about it is, they're blowing teams out, and even the games that are close, they're like they're entertainingly close, if that makes sense. Like the Nuggets game and the Hawks game were fun to watch, right? You see the Celtics mouth to come back, obviously, didn't come out too hot, but they were good games to watch. Like they were, they were fun. And other than those two, really, they've just been killing teams. Even the other quote unquote, like good team on their schedule, Philadelphia 48, like that was the biggest blowout of them all. Like you could tell they were pissed that they lost to Philadelphia before that. So, as it's, they should have been, yeah. Yeah, it hasn't really been close. So you love to see that. Celtics now sixth in the East, a game ahead of the Raptors, three and a half games above the Nets. Like you said, one game behind the Cavs, one and a half games behind the Bucks and the Sixers for the three seed, and then four and a half games, obviously, behind the first place Bulls. It's looking good. I mean, I don't know how far they can climb, but I don't think. Me saying that is a reflection on how good I think the Celtics can be. I think it's a reflection on how good the rest of the Eastern Conference is. Um, you got to remember they're working from behind here. Got a slower start to the season than most of these guys, and they're, you know, managed to bring themselves all the way back, which is impressive within itself. If I had to guess, I'd say the Celtics probably finish four, five, six. Although it's it's obviously possible they could climb up into the one, two, three range. But it's just tough with how good the rest of these teams are playing. What do you think? I mean, it's tough to predict seeding. I'm not asking you to predict, but like what range?
0: I, I'm i not sure how many games the Celtics have left against these top 21. teams. The, no, oh. no, no, no. The, like the other teams that they're trying to compete with. I know look they look don't you. have very many. And I know there are teams that have a lot against mm-hmm. each other. So I know the Bucks being...
1: have three
0: more games against
1: the Bulls, which is crazy.
0: But yeah. Yeah that that being said like there's a lot of room for i mean somebody has to lose there's no ties in the nba one of those teams is gonna have to lose if you keep just taking care of what you're taking care of over there winning all these games they've just won and looking really great on the floor looking coherent a ball movement was fantastic yesterday in brooklyn the defense was fantastic yesterday in brooklyn there is not much more you could have asked for keep doing what you're doing you're going to keep climbing the standings i mean the Cavs were not even a team we were looking at uh, as fans here before the break, saying, "Oh, they could catch them." It was Philadelphia and Milwaukee. Now, all of a sudden, they're only a game behind Cleveland. Like that's yeah. how close it is. One team slips up, maybe somebody gets hurt, uh, or they they just go cold, they lose their feeling. You know, do what the Celtics were doing all twenty twenty one, like the late the back half of that year. You you could easily pass teams. It's not out of the question at all. Who knows where they're going to finish? I'd like to see them finish top four. I think it's doable. I don't think it's too much to ask. And I think they're better than I think they're better than Cleveland. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Chicago's obviously played really well, but they that team hasn't been together for too long. Mm-hmm. Felt, we get to well, see kind of Philly for the first time tonight uh, with Harden playing for them. I'm excited. To there,
1: I'm very excited. Playing
0: Minnesota on a back to back, so it's not a Get too excited over there. If they... <laughs>
1: Minnesota's not a
0: bad team, though.
1: It, no, it, they're very middle that's what of the I, pack.
0: I'm, I'm just joking. I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm trying to belittle it if the Sixers win. <clears throat> I think it's like the perfect team for them to face because it's not like they're playing
1: the Pistons or it's not like they're playing the, the Grizzlies. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yes. Um, looking at schedules, though, I've got the schedules pulled up for almost every single team ahead of the Celtics. Uh, I'll pull up the Raptors, too, because I count them as a team. They, to watch they're in the four. mix.
0: Mm -hmm. What are the Celtics up on them
1: now? A a game? (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, I think so. I think they're 2-1 and against the Raps with one game left. No, no, I mean
0: in the standings.
1: Oh, yes. One game up on the Raps.
0: Celtics play them one more time. Coming up pretty soon.
1: Yep. Raptors ESPN schedule. I was pulling up that one, uh, and then I'll have everything. Okay, we'll go through Celtics first. Obviously, Celtics have Detroit this weekend. Also, fun fact about that, just going on a little tangent, Celtics play at noon on Saturday, right? What? Yeah, they play at noon on Saturday. Fun fact. Oh, jeez. I board my train at 1120. So I'll probably be potentially doing pregame from there. Oh,
0: pregame. I, get the pre- but I don't like that. Oh, I'm not happy.
1: I'm very excited it's that messed. they play at noon. I'm I'm happy to play at noon just because it'll give me something to watch on the train. Because I'm going to be on the train for a minute. Oh,
0: no, wait. No. Yeah. I'm working from home tomorrow. It doesn't matter.
1: Oh, there you go. Then it doesn't matter. It,
0: it does not matter. All right. Well, no.
1: my train ride being from 1120 to 730. I'm very hyped that they I don't
0: know. I don't know how you do it. No idea <laughs> well, how you do it.
1: It's either that or drive. And I'd rather take That's the train. True. There's no uh, train hours. Real yeah. direct
0: flights there. No, no. Me, who's spoiled, um, my mom's a flight attendant. I drive yeah. anything over like four hours. Oh,
1: boy. God damn it. Um. Celtics, I'm looking against obviously they play the Grizzlies, et cetera. I'm looking against teams that are with them in the Easter Conference standings. They play the Hawks uh in a week or so, but I mean, not to discredit the Hawks, but they've kind of
0: separated themselves. They have separated themselves, but Atlanta's played them tough this year. So, I mean, even they have even it'll the be a good game. game at the garden there. They played tough. No John Collins. They've beaten be down good twice in Atlanta. It will be a good game.
1: Um, they play Brooklyn again, a uh, week from um, Sunday, so there's that. Got Charlotte that week as well, but then after that, the next game against like an important competition or an important Eastern Conference rival isn't until March 28th. Uh, the Raptors. They got, yep, Toronto on the 28th, and then they have so Toronto on the 28th, Miami on the 30th, Chicago on April 6th, and the Bucks
0: on April 7th. Oh, what a week that's going to be! <laughs> Tough week Two to weeks, end the season maybe. off. Mm -hmm. they better still be hot that's going to be that see that's going to be big for the standings yes huge week for the standings celtics
1: also have a tough west coast road trip coming up in march here though they've got dallas but dallas is at home but then the four-game road trip is golden state sacramento denver and oklahoma city so two of the games are tough uh, and then they come back home to play the jazz and then minnesota so a western conference teams uh, trip I guess you could say so not going to be easy got to win most of those um, Golden State and Denver are going to be tough Utah is always tough because they always manage to beat down the Celtics and shoot lights out but uh <clears throat> yeah what team do you want to take a look at next I've got them all uh, lined well, let's do
0: Cleveland right? since they're the closest right now
1: <laughs> all right Celtics one game behind Cleveland um, Cleveland has Washington next uh, they play Philadelphia-Toronto on March 4th and March 6th, so that's huge.
0: Yeah, there you go. They
1: got Miami-Chicago, March 11th, March 12th, so that's difficult again. Then Philadelphia again on the 16th. Then Toronto on the 24th, Chicago on the 26th, and Philadelphia again on the April 3rd, and then Milwaukee on the 10th. So we've got a lot of games against these you know
0: top-end towns of the East, which is good for the Celtics. Um, you love to see it. Could be good for the Cavs <laughs> if they uh... – Step up and win them, but I don't know. Yeah. They they did win the Skills Challenge there, which was very good. They did. They did. Skills fun. Challenge was
1: fun. They we was we fun. can
0: get into that later on. We can talk about the All-Star mm-hmm. Weekend there. Yeah.
1: Uh, we'll look at Milwaukee next. Celtics are only a game and a half behind Milwaukee. The Bucks have Miami, Chicago, March 2nd, March 4th. Then they have Chicago again on the 22nd. Philadelphia on the 29th, Chicago again on the fifth, the Celtics on the seventh, and then the Cavs. So they've got their fair share against Eastern Conference talent as well. 76ers. Celtics are only game and a half behind them as well. Um, they have the Knicks twice. I just saw that in the schedule, so I thought it was fun. Hopefully New York can help us out here. Uh, Cleveland I don't on the fourth. So. Four. Okay. Wow. March fourth, fifth, seventh, tenth. The Sixers have Cleveland, Miami, Chicago, Brooklyn. So it's not going to be very fun for them.
0: <coughs> it's not going to be. be a fun
1: little stretch. Th-
0: those are all good. Philadelphia is a good team, man. Embiid's a good player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on the – Jeez.
1: March 14th, 16th, 18th, 20th, 21st, they've got – So, you know, I'm just going to read this. From the 4th to the 20 – Jesus – from the 4th to the 29th, this is the Sixers' schedule. It's the whole month. <clears throat> Ready? They've got Cleveland, Miami, Chicago, Brooklyn. They've got a nice palate cleanser against Orlando. Then they have Denver, Cleveland, Dallas, Toronto, Miami, Lakers, Clippers, Suns, Bucks.
0: <laughs> they've so, <laughs> got their December coming up.
1: Yeah, they've got, they do not have a very fun time. I mean, it, it all depends on how well... Embiid and, and Harden and gel together, obviously, right? Because if they click, then they should be able to win most of those. But if they don't, oof, <laughs> they could tumble. Th- this is a good that, month man, to
0: figure out if Philly Philly's going to be any good. It's great. I mean, it should be good for the Celtics. We're, we're going to know. There's going to be a lot we're going to learn quick, right? You're not going to mm-hmm. have to wait till they play one good team. They're going to have them rapid fire. And hopefully we learn that they're not good. But I don't think, I don't see that happening. Um,
1: Miami has Chicago, uh, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Philadelphia coming up 28 and then into March. That's a tough four game stretch for them. Then they have, uh, Phoenix and Cleveland in a three game stretch. Then they've got the Sixers and the Warriors, the Knicks and the Nets in a nice little six or seven game stretch there. And then three games in a row, uh, March 30th, the second and the third of April, Boston, Chicago, Toronto. So. Miami does not have an easy schedule either. They're playing some tough competition. Um, There, we've got the Bulls schedule. The Bulls have Miami on the 28th. Then they've got Milwaukee, Philadelphia on the 4th and the 7th. Cleveland on the 12th. Phoenix, Toronto, Milwaukee on the 18th, 21st, and 22nd. Cleveland again on the 26th. Uh, And then to end their season from the 31st to the 10th, Chicago has. Uh, the Clippers of Miami, Milwaukee, Boston, Charlotte, and Minnesota. So not an easy end to the year for them either. And then lastly, I'll go over Toronto really quick. Um, Toronto got Brooklyn twice on the 28th and the 1st. Um, they've got Cleveland on ESPN on March 6th. Uh Their little West Coast trip of uh, Phoenix, Denver, Lakers, Clippers. And then they've got Philadelphia, Chicago, Cleveland. And then they got Boston, Miami, Philadelphia again. So a lot of these teams are playing a lot of Eastern Conference teams. Yeah,
0: well, long, very long winded way for us to prove the Celtics can absolutely continue to cr- yes climb the standings. They they keep playing this way; those other teams have to lose. They just play mm-hmm. each other too much. There's going to be some movement at the top for sure. The Celtics have been fantastic. I mean, they looked great yesterday in Brooklyn. Like even. Like we said, like playing a team without their top three guys or whatever, but at like from their standpoint, doing what they're supposed to do, the Celtics looked great. They were moving the ball well. The defense looked great, especially in the first quarter. Brooklyn couldn't buy a basket really. And they just had everything was easy for them. I remember they pulled up the shot chart mid game. I think it was at halftime and Celtics had only taken two mid range shots, which was something I was clamoring for earlier in the season when they weren't making any threes, but last night they decided to not miss very much, to say the least, and they were getting only threes and layups, which I guess those analytics guys absolutely love. But the point really is they were getting the shots they wanted. Brooklyn was not getting shots that they wanted to take, and it led to a Celtics blowout. So they need to keep continuing to do what they're doing right now, playing great defense, scoring efficiently, and they're not going to have any issues.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, strength of schedule: Celtics are, I believe, top ten easiest from what I'm seeing, which is pretty good. Or eleventh, just outside. But most of those other teams in the East are right up there with them. Like I, I think Milwaukee is the easiest strength of schedule left, and Chicago's right behind them. Um, teams with a tough strength of schedule left <clears throat> include the, you know, a bunch of teams that Celtics shouldn't care about. Toronto has a tough schedule left, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's interesting to see how this all played out. I think the Celtics should be able to take care of business, though. I mean, like you said, they've got two games left against the Pistons, two games left against the Pacers. They've faced the Thunder, Kings, Wizards, and Hawks again uh, one more time, which is good for them, Um, except for the Hawks. Maybe they play them tough. But they've got some good teams. And uh, the Pacers games I'm excited to watch because I've been a fan of Tyrese Halliburton lately. I've been watching his games for fun Uh, anyway. So to see him play the Celtics would be entertaining. At the very least.
0: Now, do you think they're playing better, or have they taken a step back? The pace.
1: They're definitely better.
0: I think they're, yeah.
1: they're. Maybe not right now, but they're definitely set up better for the future. Just the way they play, you can tell. Well, uh, oh, I only care play. for Sunday. <clears throat> oh no! They, <laughs> I don't think. I don't think they'll be able to beat the Celtics. But
0: <laughs> come on, Jack. It's um, me you're talking to. I don't. I don't yeah. care what their future looks like. I want to yeah. know if the Celtics are winning Sunday. I yeah, really
1: they should. should be fine. Outside of Halliburton and Buddy Heald. Buddy Heal's on the Pacers now too. You got to remember him. Um,
0: oh, that's really true. I forgot about that.
1: Mm-hmm. Buddy heald has been playing well. <clears throat> Halliburton runs the offense well. A uh, guy named Terry Taylor's really good.
0: Um, Just energy guy. Other than that's that, that's gonna be that's gonna be him. That's gonna be Mister Thirty Points <laughs> on Sunday.
1: Very well. I've never be. heard
0: his name before. I will say, Jack, should the Celtics take care of business this weekend, which tomorrow in uh, Detroit, they very well might not. They do not love those early games. But we we will have been correct for the month. Nine and one. Really? Except we I, we said they would lose to Philly, not Detroit. Is, is tomorrow their last game of the month? Sunday. Interesting.
1: Oh, so do they have back-to-back? Coming yeah, out? they
0: do. I'm uh, bummed, man. I hate Sunday games, at least when they're not the prime time on ABC. Yeah,
1: it's a 5 p.m. game on Sunday. It's so lame,
0: man. I play basketball on Sunday nights, so you need to keep that out of the schedule.
1: <laughs> Let me see. I'm trying to find where we predicted the month of February. Those are January predictions. Um, Where's February predictions? Okay, here we go. Yeah, so I had them going 8-2. You said 9-1. and one. Depending on these two, we'll see who's right. Um, I had them losing to Denver and then Brooklyn yesterday, which they didn't lose. But again, I didn't know who would be healthy. I um, mean, you had them losing to Philly. Uh, yes. Neither of us got the losses, right? Because they lost to Detroit and beat everybody
0: else. But um, <clears throat> we we're close in terms of record anyways. They they picked their spot pretty well. It's better that they lost to Detroit than Philly, obviously for the standings. I agree. Yes. So, obviously, and, and for the confidence. I mean, you need that. 48 point win over Philly. Say, look at us. Look how good we are. It's not like Embiid <laughs> wasn't playing. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how Harden plays for them today. It's going to be interesting. I might actually have to pay attention to a non-Celtics game.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot of lot of games important that are important going on tonight. Um, I think I think you guys will be listening to this tomorrow, so you'll be able to look back. But um, Sixers obviously, like Sam mentioned, play the Timberwolves Raptors. Play the Hornets. So we'll root for the Hornets, who have been struggling lately uh and then he played the knicks so we'll see if the knicks can pull one out there but
0: yeah uh, oh the knicks <laughs> oh they're so good man oh the knicks oh man the standings the knicks are rough have, for the Knicks. uh elected or kemba walker has said that's enough <clears throat> yeah that that does it for me i'm sitting out fair enough man Poor he's sick guy, of it man. yeah
1: He's going to get traded this offseason, but good. I mean,
0: get him to a place where he'll be able to play. <laughs> I, I just cannot get over how many people were saying, like, the Knicks fleeced them at the beginning yeah, of the season. Funny. Oh, they they took Kemba and Fournier off him. And then you, there's the famous tweet of the dude comparing, like, all the players, like, you know, uh-huh. Randall, greater than Tatum, whatever. But, like, he, he had, like, all, like, the greater thans for the Knicks, and then he had Fournier and Hayward, and he said, Slightly less than word but he was still acting like it was like just as good, but only a little less. Or like I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was ridiculous. And I just I could not believe like all that stuff. It's like they have the same backcourt on the Celtics team that didn't work, and the rest of their team's not as good as the Celtics. Yeah, very
1: weird. Um the only thing they had is they had arguably slightly better depth on paper. It hasn't well they
0: also it. had the empty arenas, which made Randall more comfortable.
1: <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Knicks are now three games out of even the play in, uh, which is not ideal for them. You hate to see that. I mean you've yeah. you you got to feel bad the guy he was all excited after the first game, bing bong over there, and you know, <laughs> now bong. he's a diabetic. So <laughs>
1: And now the Lakers are, you know, stuck in the plane without much hope of getting out of it. So you'd love to see that as
0: well. I would like to see him get out just out of altogether. I don't, I don't think it's think gonna, that's happen. gonna happen. Those teams they are, are too bad. <clears throat> they're four and a half games
1: out of being out. Oh, so it's just too bad. Far. but they're also six. They're they're closer to being out of the play-in than they are to being in the playoffs. I'll put it that way. Well, that good. Which is which good.
0: Um, we're gonna have to hope fire for over there now, yeah. Jack. Before we really move on, we talked a little bit about this before the show. The article came out from Steve Bolpet, friend of the show, who I had no idea what his experience was. Uh, Very embarrassing for me. But he put out an article about Kyrie's last year in Boston and that he was really pulling for Anthony Davis to come to the Celtics, be traded here. So I was reading it, I was thinking, I was like, man, like today, would I rather have Tatum or Anthony Davis? Because in that trade, you would have had to give up Tatum. Like right now, who would you probably both? You'd probably have to give
1: up both, but
0: we're doing no, no, no. Or Davis, not Brown.
1: I know, but I'm saying in the trade, you might have had to give up both. Well, let, let's just say you didn't.
0: Well, of let's course, just no, he's yeah. just Tatum
1: Who would I'd Tatum. You rather have. I'd rather have Tatum. I don't think it's close.
0: Yeah, I, me too. I mean, at least Tatum's on the floor. That's what I'm saying. The injuries for for Davidson. Man's made a glass. Was... You you got Tatum, the Iron Man. There, he only misses when they tell him, "Hey, you have COVID. You legitimately can't play. You're not." Allowed and
1: to... o- obviously, I mean, they won a championship in LA, and like, good for them. Like, it, it, the trade was worth it for the very least, for the very sake of them winning one championship. that's fine, but. Now Davis is falling off a cliff. Even when he's on the court, he's shooting 19% from three. They're a mess. And it, it's that's plain as simple as that. And plus Tatum's however many years younger. He's 24 now, I think, maybe about to turn 24, just turned 24. Davis is 28. So you're talking four extra years there. Um, yeah, I think it's as simple as that. Plus you... You know, obviously, like I said, you'd probably have to give a Brown. I know we're not working with that hypothetical. But if you're telling me, would I rather have Kyrie and Davis or Jalen and Jason?
0: That's not really a close argument. What a mess they would have been this year (laughs) if they had Kyrie. (laughs) Jesus. I mean, he sat out most of his first year in Brooklyn. And then they all played last year. And then he sat out most of this year, too, because he wasn't playing at all. Even though if he was on the Celtics, it would have been different because the vaccine in Boston was the the players were exempt. That was one thing that the, Yeah, the Kyrie could have played.
1: Um yeah, I mean I I'm glad they didn't make the trade. Good for the Lakers. They got a championship out of it. Fine,
0: but I don't think it would have worked out well See for the Celtics. A championship at all. Uh, not in Disney.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, we can move on. We can talk about All-Star weekend briefly. Uh skills challenge was lit. I, I enjoyed that. That was very fun. I told
0: you the skills challenge is fire. It's it's one of my favorite events. They it the shooting it too. this year. <clears throat> the change was nice. The, I was very pleased with the half court shots. The half court shots. Both teams, less than 10 seconds. They made it.
1: Mobley shot. first try. he just <laughs> plopped Second it in shot. easy
0: peasy. Jesus. It was very good. I was pleased <laughs> with that.
1: That was great. Three point contest was fine. I didn't watch too closely. Good for cat. You know, that was fun future Celtic cat maybe you saw the, the v- him and the boys him and yeah the boys.
0: and the Timberwolves were like hey look how great this is and he's just mm-hmm. talking to all these Celtics players
1: well I don't think they should be as scared about losing cat because they've turned around the well, who they, should be scared <clears throat> who should be scared is the jazz jazz should be very scared this offseason I'm not sure how that will play out but uh, you know what's
0: funny is like what are they, second or third in the conference, too? Like Fourth. they they're fourth. Oh, they're dropping a bit. They were red hot. They're, they're
1: close to fifth, and I think the Mavericks are on their ass. Yeah. Um, Donovan Mitchell's just not happy. I mean, you saw the, the report from Howard Beck Sports Illustrated saying uh, NBA teams are preparing for guys to potentially ask out, and the top of the list is Dame, Zion, and Donovan Mitchell. Um, <clears throat> not great. Not great. Yeah, the Jazz are only a game and a half above the Mavericks for fifth place right now, and they're three and a half games out of third place. So they're kind of stuck in
0: their own little tier there. <clears throat> Not great for Utah. I, I wonder what Donovan Mitchell would cost. I mean, he's bound to end up here. I feel like I think he I've no, talking about it for years.
1: I think he'd go to Miami.
0: You think it's so? Been,
1: it's been well documented that he, he would probably like to go to Miami. I'm pretty sure, unfortunately, for the Celtics. But yeah. Which would not be great, <laughs> would not be very no, fun. But not. that trade would probably end up looking like Kyle Lowry and Tyler Hero, or Kyle Lowry and
0: not Tyler Hero if they swindle the Jazz. But uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm trying to find that video of Towns and all those guys, like the official one. Ah, uh, on yes, the Timberwolves, the Timberwolves Twitter. Because I want to see what the reply. Oh, here it is. I found it.
1: The replies are probably very funny because Kevin McHale too in that picture. And it makes sense, I guess, because Garnett was a Timberwolf once, but uh, <laughs> not a great look from Minnesota at the very least. What are the replies saying?
0: That they all look high.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, um, the beef, you see the, the picture of Ray, KG and Paul.
0: Yes. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about that a little bit, but before we get into it you did mention uh the boy zion there who could very well uh, yeah. ask his way out of new orleans
1: that that's the speculation but in did you in... see
0: the first take segment with jj reddick where they rip him
1: i did yeah and since then Zion has reached out to CJ and been posting Pelican's teammates on his Instagram again. So there you go. He
0: he just, he needed (laughs) a little extra motivation. My my thing is lead for the Pelican down there.
1: Well, I was thinking about it from this perspective. If Jason Tatum was out for the season, he seems like the type of guy who would be away from the team being quiet and doing what he needs to do. Right. And I'm not comparing the two because obviously Jason Tatum's been healthy and been able to play. Well, he's actually accomplished something in his NBA career. From a personality perspective, I feel like he seems like the type of guy who would just be kind of quiet and on his own, like off to the side. And Tatum's just been... Not ripped in the media, but he's been criticized for being that quiet, you know, kind of not vocal leader guy. So I can imagine if he was injured, he'd also be, you know, off to the side. And because maybe he's built this bond with his teammates more, he'd be with them more often than Zion is. But with an injury that bad, you can understand just wanting to quietly put it to rest and get back on the court. Because there's no doubt in my mind that Zion wants to play basketball, right? And I mean, you could say, oh, he doesn't want to be in New Orleans, whatever. He wants to play again. So he's not going to just not nurse the injury. So I I just think he's the type of player. He's not exactly the most out, outspoken guy. So I I don't want to trash on him too much. Uh, after seeing that perspective, obviously you gotta if CJ oh, can take care of that for team, you if you want. No no. Uh, <laughs> if if CJ McCollum gets traded to your team, you have to say something. And like you said, JJ Redick pointed that out. Redick being a former teammate of Zion. Yes. But in the grand scheme of things, did he handle it well? No. Is he twenty years old and probably doesn't know what the hell he's doing? Obviously, so I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say much about it. But yeah,
0: see the difference between him and Tatum is Tatum's actually done something.
1: Well, yes, he, yeah, he's I actually
0: know. been successfully. He's a three time All Star. He's been to two <laughs> Conference Finals. Really should have been to the Finals twice. Has didn't do it. That's besides the point. Zion has played like half a season in three years. Well, and... that's not the
1: point. My point is just from a personality perspective. I'm not. No, I Tatum. I understand, you, but yeah,
0: there's also levels to it like that you're absolutely right like similar personalities like would Tatum do the same thing maybe I think he might reach out when someone joins the team or of course I think you join the team things like that but I don't think uh they're different animals really but I do think Zion doesn't really have any business acting like this, if he was doing it on purpose. Now he's that's my thing. It I don't around. think he did maybe it on he purpose. wasn't. I think from, he's from just- what J.J. Reddick said, though, that dude is detached down there. He doesn't care, mm-hmm. and he. What I'm really getting at is, he has no business being able to shoot his way out of town at this point in his career. He should be happy he's on a team. I don't think he's necessarily shooting his way out of town. I just don't uh, think he handled the situation. He really. he definitely doesn't want to be there.
1: Sure, but I don't think he. I- He's not he play. it's not like he's not trying when he's on the court. He's just not healthy, which again, he's
0: not handling. Not being healthy isn't well something there. that's necessarily <laughs> in his control. However, yes, being in shape is. Mm-hmm. And his injuries this season, I mean, foot injuries with uh you know his increased weight there can be self-inflicted. Not the he's not doing it on purpose, that's not what I'm saying, but there is correlation between weight gain. And then all of a sudden, you're you have all these lower body injuries because that's mm-hmm. extra stress on joints and bones, things like that. And we don't know how heavy Zion is,
1: right? We've seen the pictures, but we've also seen. Should pictures. we guess? I mean, should, we, <laughs> should we? do no, a no. game where we guess? My thing is, you saw the picture that I showed you of him walking in the arena, and then a day later, he's doing a promotion and he looks, you know, like he's 230 pounds. So well, it, he, he does not to-
0: look very light on the Mountain Dew commercial.
1: Yes, and that was also a long time ago um i don't know it, it's tough to know where he's at right now hopefully he's getting healthy i'd love to see him back on the court um he's obviously a fun guy to watch but we'll, we'll we'll have to see um if i had to guess i think he'll be back with the pelicans uh next year starting next season but we'll see i don't know i don't know um we can wrap back around to all-star weekend quick dunk contest
0: was horrendous they gotta do terrible. something about the dunk contest man they get they gotta change it get they rid of make it make it a different event new rules something like that i tweeted i think they should play horse i think i even said this on the podcast last year when we were bitching about it because it's a yearly tradition for nba fans to complain about the dunk contest cuz it's no good but yeah they got to do something else i mean they they got to do something about guys missing dunks and not getting penalized for it too jalen yeah. greens i mean obviously he he did not make it out of the first round but Let's not act like these other guys are making them on the first try.
1: Yeah. I mean, Jalen Green was one for nine in the first round. So let's, 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 I'm also not even put so up. sure how,
0: <laughs> how much that was his fault. I think if you're going to have somebody throwing you a pass, they, they got to be in the league. You you can't have your friend out there throwing you the pass on the backboard. Well, that do doesn't count.
1: Pass. That doesn't count the ones he didn't go up with. I, I know only the ones he attempted.
0: I know, but it's horrible. Like that, that was. And I sort of watch, and that was wasted potential for Jalen Green, who has Mm -hmm. insane hops.
1: My thing as well, and I saw this on Twitter, it's gotten to the point where every dunk has been done. So these guys have to try new ones that are borderline impossible, right? And so they're not impossible, but like ridiculous, right? And so when they don't make them on the first try, it looks worse. It's just either you need to reformat the dunk contest, put some sort of incentive. So better players are in it to make it more fun again. Or just get rid of it altogether. I think those are the only three options at this point.
0: They got to make it. The more you say like that, these dunks have already been done before, they, they should make it worse. That way, they don't necessarily have to come up with something creative. They just need to do something that maybe they don't think the other guys can do.
1: Yeah, that's fair. But then how fun would that be? Would that be fun to watch? That would out? definitely
0: be fun. I think <laughs> that would definitely
1: be fun. I think it depends on what guy with those four guys
0: they had, would it have been fun? I don't know. That's another problem with the dunk contest. You say like these stars don't want to be in it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But and then again at def- the time, Levine and Gordon weren't, weren't stars. I guess, yeah. They were more well-known than the people they had this year. Jalen Green's well-known. So is Cole Anthony and Obi Toppin. I, I mean, guess. all those guys were high picks. The only one that wasn't, was Juan Toscano Anderson, but he's like still like a star. And he was the highlight. Player.
1: I mean, his jersey was the best part of the dunk contest. That jersey was fire. I love that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, All-Star game was fun. I enjoyed the All-Star game. I did game. not watch
0: a second of the All-Star game.
1: <laughs> I enjoyed it. Steph Curry was absolutely ridiculous. That was amazing. LeBron hit the game winner. That was fun. Tatum didn't play much. Uh, was fine. He missed all his threes, but I don't really care. Uh, DeJounte Murray was really good. Enjoyed watching him with mellow ball. It was fun. That's about it. I mean, Steph Curry was stole the show obviously. He was I mean, great. I know
0: he was fantastic. And it's 16 threes. <laughs> it was stupid. What what's the record for a real game? 13 14 14. 14? so he broke the record in the All-Star Oh yeah.
1: It was Clay's too, so he, he knew. Uh very fun. <laughs> it's I mean, technically it's the record for most threes ever in a basketball game in the NBA, but it did. Oh, that that's what I mean. Count. Yeah. Yeah so
0: did we <coughs> did we actually talk about uh the k g thing or or i went back to uh,
1: briefly we we touched on it, but we didn't really get into it now what what do you make of all that not not I, that you i i think they've squashed it. I've never really cared to be honest like <clears throat> it is what it is the the one skepticism I saw was i assume you also saw the video of k g like touching oh, yeah. his fists. The theory is that the picture was before that, because most of the pictures being taken were when they were doing the pregame pictures with the big room. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, that
0: that definitely happened before. the uh, So then
1: why was he still mad during the ceremony? You know
0: what I'm saying? I didn't think he looked that mad. He just like was looking at the screen. But I think I think like the best picture, like the still from that video is just Paul Pierce, like looking like around KG. And he just looks like he's absolutely furious. He's got the mean mug on looking at Ray Allen. But like, let's I don't know why people are acting like they both like stuck their hands out and he didn't like give them a like a fist bump or whatever. Like he mm-hmm. they didn't like reach out like whatever. And then they took the picture. So like. The beef isn't there, but. Uh, I i still I don't know. Really well, I don't know. I guess. You got to go by what KG feels. If he's over it, then you got to be over it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I've never really cared. Obviously, you don't love seeing Ray Allen go to the rival, but I've never been. Like, don't you know,
0: you don't go ever, jump ship and play with LeBron after you lose to him in game seven. I'm sorry. You just don't do that. Yeah.
1: No, that's, that's fair. People gave KD
0: a hard time. It's the same thing, except Allen was at the twilight of his career. <laughs> you know what I was thinking during the ceremony? Good. How wild
1: is it that Giannis is already at that point?
0: Oh, it is wild, but he deserves to be there. Of course, of course. You can't argue it.
1: No. I mean, he's 26, right? 27 now? That's
0: absurd. Yeah, he's won a championship with the team that drafted him. He's won Defensive Player of the Year, MVP. Like, He's absolutely deserving. He could retire now and he'd be fine on the list. And it's, like I said, more impressive. He he didn't have to go anywhere. He won with Milwaukee, a small market.
1: So let me ask you this. What players did not deserve to be on the list?
0: Oh, that's a good question.
1: Because I know, I know a few.
0: Lillard was someone that keeps getting thrown around. Mm-hmm. He doesn't I really think, have that many awards.
1: I think the fact that Anthony Davis is on the list is...
0: I also think Davis doesn't really deserve <coughs> it. That's a good one. It, it's tough with the current guys because they still have a lot of career left. Mm-hmm. But I'm um, a big... Uh, I don't even know what the word is. But I, I'm always hammering on if you don't win, it doesn't mean anything. And there's Lillard sitting there with his rookie of the year. That's it.
1: I I thought you'd bring up Harden. I think Harden deserves it, but I think mm, I mean
0: Harden's won it. MVPs and like scoring titles and stuff. So I mean, yeah, I think he's a dick, but he's probably deserving of being on there. <laughs> Carmelo. Carmelo's one. Yeah, he's one that I'm not so sure deserves to be on there. Okay, but then who are you putting it over him? And then like, uh... well, some of the guys I thought of, um, Clay Thompson, I think deserved to be on the
1: list. Okay. Uh, yeah. Him and yep. Draymond, I think, deserve to shout. Draymond. I agree. I, I
0: completely player. agree with you. You're absolutely right. Chris Bosh did not make the list, which was a uh, bit. I mean he's in the Hall of Fame, so it's fair. Mm-hmm. I, I think Chris Bosh kind of overrated. I don't think he's. Really um, worried. Paul Gasol, there's an underrated one for you. That that is one that's
1: mm-hmm. surprised. Dwight Howard, I think, had a real
0: case. He's all right. He's 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 on the bubble for me. I don't. Think he's that well? He he had a he had a short prime to me. The, that
1: many defensive player of the years though that prime. I think Howard deserved it over Anthony Davis, considering that's their fair. resumes. Considering their resumes, I think he deserved it.
0: um It is what it is though. I I don't think um, Carmelo's should be on there. I I think he's super duper overrated. I'm sorry, people. I know you. Do. People love that dude. He, he never really he was really good in Denver. They went to the Western Conference Finals, and after that, they were he really never had any like success.
1: yep um tracy mcgrady was a name a lot of people threw around i didn't really see it or care for it but
0: there's that he was injured and stuff it's always tough with guys getting hurt and i don't know i think you just gotta go by who had a successful career who didn't
1: tony parker was a name a lot of people oh he
0: should be on there a thousand percent over lillard for sure
1: Mm -hmm. a lot of people got mad at that um, Only two championships in NBA history had no players being, re, you know, represent them on the list. Detroit? Um, was the, yeah, Detroit and the 79 Pistons, um, which, you know, make your arguments. Uh, it is what it is. It's tough. The 79 uh, Pistons? 79 Pistons. They didn't want to tie. It was the Supersonics. Oh, uh, sorry. That's what I meant. Supersonics, yes. Um,
0: With uh, but not-
1: Dennis Johnson there. Jack Sigma, I believe is what the thing was. Um, who else? Other names. Manu Ginobili is another one.
0: Yeah. A lot of people got mad at. Yeah, him. that's kind of wild. Like that Spurs core was left off. Yeah. Yeah. It was that's it was if I was a Spurs fan, I would be irate.
1: It was just Duncan. Um Kyrie's a name. A lot of people threw around. No. And I know he I, probably doesn't deserve it. I F know you probably think he didn't deserve it. He probably deserved it more than Lillard. I'll say that.
0: Realistically speaking, that, that's fair. I I don't really think Lillard should be on there. I don't. No one's no one's debating that. I don't either. But... Do you see Isaiah Thomas, uh, the old one? He cropped him out of the picture. It was like magic. Uh, him, Stockton. Yeah. Oh, so who else was in there, man? Uh, Chris Paul. They all the great Lillard. point guards.
1: I love Lillard. Right, you gotta love Lillard, but.
0: I respect Willard, uh, but he hasn't really achieved that much besides statistics. He's a good player, no doubt, but the mm-hmm. success isn't there.
1: Vince Carter is a name people threw around. Meh.
0: I think Vince is um, another guy that's overrated. He's a good player, good, good career, good longevity, not a prick or anything. Actually, well, yep. I mean, to Toronto at the beginning of his career, he shot his way out of town, <laughs> I think, but. That that's an argument you can make. I don't know. Peep, people I I get really defensive when people put people over Paul Pierce and I get pissed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Draymond Green came out and respect. said
1: <clears throat> Draymond said, What bothers me is if I is I would have been the finals MVP if I didn't get hurt or suspended for game five in twenty sixteen, and that totally would have changed the narrative. Good luck leaving me <laughs> off the MB seventy five.
0: Yeah, but they lost that series because he
1: got suspended. Yeah, but I think that's what he's <laughs> saying. He's like, if he didn't get suspended, they would have won. So I, uh, I forget. Why did he even get suspended? He kicked somebody in the balls. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, okay. Valid. <laughs>
0: he's right, much. though. He should not have been left off. He should have been on. Clay should have been on. Parker should have been on. And Shinobi all should have been on. Those guys have had success. Hoggisall, too. I think Hoggisall also deserved to be on. So that's
1: five. What five are you taking off then?
0: Mello, Lillard. <laughs> okay. Um Davis. Uh, see, I don't I don't know the whole list. Davis. Davis. Anthony Davis can go. See you later. Um, um had one one season where his team was good.
1: I've I've heard JJ Reddick continuously slander Dolph Shays,
0: so we can take Dolph Shays off if we want. Dolph Shays, a former Celtic, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> we will Regardless. not stand for that.
1: Um. Who else? Who else? Who else can we potentially take off? You can take off Russ if you want, but I don't think you really can. He's
0: he has an MVP. Yeah. Uh, he he's like off... the only guy like stats like put him on because he averages like a triple double for a whole season. And they make a huge take off deal Lenny of Wilkins.
1: That. Take off Lenny Wilkins. He can go. All right. His, I mean, I still resume... think Russ is
0: a bum. He's never won anything.
1: Lenny Wilkins' resume: nine-time All Star, one-time All Star Game MVP, and one-time Assist Champion. Yeah. Period. That's fair. There, there. You go. We'll take him off for uh, Ginobili or Parker. They're on the Warriors guys. They're on Paul Gasol. Figure the rest out from there. Maybe take out Hal Greer. What's his resume? Uh, he's a champ. He's fine. He can stay.
0: Yeah, I yeah. don't. I just don't have like I don't know the list in front of me. Like I don't. I
1: have it in front of me. I'm I'm reading through. Earl Monroe stands out. He's a champ. Uh, you can't take out George Mikan. Uh, I mean, I can read through the whole 75. It's technically 76 because there's a tie. There
0: was a tie,
1: yes. But yeah, Um, you you can take Ray Allen off your personal list if you want because you don't like him. No, he's
0: definitely – no, no, no. He's definitely like he deserves to be one of those top players. Mm -hmm. I I don't think he should have his number retired, but that's besides the point.
1: Yeah. Perk was
0: out there. Big Perk, the man. He He thinks so. I mean I get I get why people think he should.
1: He probably I, should.
0: Realistically speaking, he probably should. I I think he soured that. He he did the I incorrect. Agree. he did the wrong thing there. You you don't go play with LeBron after you lose to him in a game 7. do mm-hmm. Don't do that. Yeah.
1: Um no yeah, those are probably the top 5 for me and I think probably Kyrie deserved it too as much as you don't like him. I think he probably should. Have he Lillard.
0: probably deserves more than Lillard. I. I yep. He's just another guy. Like I don't know how really good he was. Like he won with LeBron. Congrats. I could win with LeBron. Uh. <laughs> oh, is this some pro LeBron? Talk I mean, he was, he won for like ten straight years. Like he was always yeah. in the finals. Like of course, like you could put anybody on those teams.
1: Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. He he
0: made the big shot though. That's for damn sure. But, he did. He that came is. to the So Celtics. did our boy Ray. He so did did Ray. Ray. So did our
1: boy Ray. Made yes. the big shit. So he did. There go. Um, yeah, that's all I got for today, though. Is there anything else you want to bring up before we get out of here?
0: No, we can wrap up. We got a couple games over the weekend here. We'll watch and react to probably be back at you Monday or Tuesday. One of those probably Monday. If you probably record Monday. Class free on Monday. Like Monday.
1: I should oh, be. I have no classes next week. It's asynchronous because it's technically our spring break. So
0: oh, spring break, but not really. Yeah, no, we still have work. We just don't
1: have to meet, Ow. which is nice. But uh, <laughs> yeah, um, we can probably record Monday, release Tuesday. So maybe you'll hear from us then. But uh, Yeah, if you got nothing else to say. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Um, all the continued support. Let us know if you want us to talk about anything uh, in particular. Uh, and yeah, go ahead, Sam. I'll let you wrap it up.
0: Yeah, guys, thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching on YouTube on Guy Boston or Bannertown, you can subscribe to us for all our future podcasts. If you're on Guy Boston, you can catch us there for the pregame. Uh, a variation of Jack, Tim, KJ, and I will be there, usually two or three of us per game. Always a good time, half hour before every game. Chat's always booming. Uh, if you're on Spotify or Apple, you can follow the show, subscribe. You'll get... All our new shows. You can keep listening to us if you enjoyed. I sure hope you did. Uh, you can follow Jack at Jack Simone NBA. You can follow Bannertown at Banner USA. You can follow me at Sam with France NBA. That's our check media.